everyone, welcome back to Hello K, your weekly K-pop, K-drama, K... K-culture stuff. Still Careful with your K's there. Oh, I was thinking about Visco Girls in the... There's a fine line between Visco Girl. I was thinking about how they laugh with K's and S's instead of that. So you're just laughing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Your glasses are foggy. I wish you could see this. I've seen my glasses fog. Not you them. God. Um, okay. So we have a lot to talk about from this week. It's a lot happened. And we just got done doing all of our fall stuff. So it was our fall day because we went to a pumpkin patch. What are you doing? Oh, you need the chopstick. We went to a pumpkin patch <clears throat> for like five minutes, and then Savannah picked a too big pumpkin, so we left. But then we took pictures in the parking lot. So I mean, we basically took fall girl photos in the middle of weeds. So fitting. It also um, wasn't like there wasn't anything else to do there. No, and it was like weird. It would have been weird if we had a full-on fall girl photo shoot in front of those people. Like, it was definitely, like, not that kind of pumpkin patch. You know. Yeah, I took one picture of myself. I took a great picture Michelle of you. Michelle took one really nice picture of myself. I fantastic. took about 14 really awkward pictures of you. Because that's the only type of pictures I like. That's my aesthetic. Anyway, um, and then we lit some fall candles, which we've done every day. And then I went and bought cider and donuts, because that's Savannah's favorite food. And then we carved pumpkins. And now we're here. Do you want to tell them what you carved your pumpkin? I do. I'm a huge fan of, well, we're both huge fans of YouTube and YouTubers, but my favorite YouTuber is Shane Dawson. I'm wearing his Oh My God Pig shirt right now. It's like my favorite shirt. If you've been living under a rock or are not a fan of YouTube, that's like the oh, biggest. I'm also wearing a YouTuber shirt. Uh, my hashtag quality. Quality. But if you've been living under a rock, Obviously, for the past three weeks, we've had, or two weeks, we've had the Shane and Jeffrey series drop, which is exciting, and we love it. So I did the new, like, Shane Dawson pig logo that's on, like, the mirror that they're going to come out with, with all of his makeup and, like, other cute stuff. So it expanded a really cute unicorn. And it's cute because I decided not to carve the devil eyes into it. It would have looked crazy. Anyway, um, so that was our fall day. Not sure why I decided to share all that. Because it's Jimin's birthday. Because <laughs> it's Jimin's birthday. That's why we did everything today. Yeah. That's a lie. So happy birthday, Jimin. Happy birthday. Yay. Um, so I guess we'll get back to who we always talk about, because I'm still excited, which is Super M, because they obviously had a big week and then just announced mm -hmm. today that their first mini album reached number one on the Billboard 200 charts, which is not shocking. I don't think to anyone that it did that. Um, it was an American-focused album. It was They've done all their promotions here. Clearly, that's the vibe they're going for. They did a really good job, I think, with promotions and all the fan service they've done over mm -hmm. the past week and a half. So, yeah, it was a big week for them. They made their television debut on Ellen. On Ellen, yeah. It was really cute. It their was a great interview. was adorable. And Kai teaching Ellen how... I know. To jump. Jump? Jopping? Ellen jopping with I Super expected him to be a little bit shyer. I don't know why. Because I feel like he is... I think maybe there's just so many of them in EXO. Or like... 
I don't know. I just expected him to be shyer. I don't know why I think that at all. I, I have zero um, percent evidence behind that claim. <laughs> no scientist, but like it would have surprised. Like if Sehun had done, if it had been Sehun and not Kai and like jumped up and like did that, I would have been surprised. But it doesn't surprise me with yeah. Kai. Like he's pretty outgoing. But I do think like because there are so many of them, more of them in EXO, and just especially you have a lot more. And the expectations of who's going to be the one talking Mm -hmm. as well. I think he's just never one of those people, necessarily. It's not really his role. Um, Yeah, their interview is cute. I thought they all did a good job, and you kind of got a sense for most of them. Like, kind of their personalities. Their intros are super cute. Taeyong's shout-out to his mom, saying that he's on Ellen was the cutest moment I think I've ever seen. Um, It was precious. It was so cute. And they all did a great job. I thought Mark did a good job. And I loved his moment where, like, he kind of sassed Ellen when Ellen asked if they had significant others, if they were dating anyone. And Mark was basically, I think he was like, why does it matter? Like, like, why why do you you care? Why do you always always ask ask that? that? And I was like, hell yeah. Like, I I enjoy that. Like, of course, like, he said it jokingly, not in, like, necessarily a rude way, but I do like that he countered with that, that his first thing wasn't like, oh, a significant other, we've never heard of such a thing, like every other group does. Especially because you have, like, Bake in the group who has... Bake and Kai, who have openly dated people. I forgot about Kai. Yeah, (laughs) that whole thing. Like, you know they've dated people. It's, they're 20-year-old attractive men in Korea who are famous. I don't think it's a challenge um, for them. Mm -hmm. So, I do like, though, that Mark was kind of like... Why? Why, Why would you important? ask that? Like, yeah. who the hell cares? Especially being in America, like, of all the questions. But I think Ellen did that with, like, BTS, and she's done this she's with, like... A, yeah, she does with everybody, and I think <clears throat> it's just because she knows that, like, fans want to know that. Because yeah. she did it even when, like, other... She does it with everyone. She does it, yeah. Yeah, it's like not... And it's, like, more from, like, a funny aunt-mom role, I think, than, like, a... She's just, like, teasing, rather than, yeah. I think, a lot of, like, more gossipy or other type of interviewers, or, like, mm-hmm. they want to get the tea... And try and, like, get a feel for it, where she's yeah. just, like, she's joking. Um, I did absolutely love that um, Super M, they donated to her wildlife charity. Um, which I thought was, like, really cute and really big, because I don't think, like, I don't think, it'll, like... It's usually her gifting things to other yeah. people. Yeah, and I know, like, other celebrities oh, yeah, have, like, done time. that for her a lot and stuff, but it's usually because it's, like, someone who's really close with her and a really yeah. good friend or, like, it's her birthday or something, but it was really fun to see, like, a group or, like, individual people who she doesn't know personally, yeah. like, really agree with, like, her stance on that and want to take part in it and, like... I thought that was cute. It was cute. And really sweet. I did. I was, like, a little sad, because you know how she oftentimes... I thought it was during Halloween for some reason, though I haven't consistently watched Ellen in, like, six years. And by six, I mean, like, eight. So I'm just not home when it's on. Um, Like, her scaring people, I just thought it would have been, like, the funniest thing for her to have, like, tried to scare them. Because it's, like, Halloween yeah. spooky season. I was, like, super upset. Not I think super. it was just such a, like... I think there's just, like, much more, like, cons- like time frame was That's a little true. more constricted because the they had to, like, stuff. do the performance. But I was like, come on, scare them. It would have been silly. But I also think, was that the same day or might have been the day after where there was, like, two friends that scare each other all the time and she scared them, like, multiple yeah. times. So I think that that's, was, like, like, the funniest video ever. That was, that's so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, they clearly had a great week. Um, which I guess then I'll go into this one, because it relates, is the whole Jeff Benjamin thing, and then we can get into the Rolling Stones one. So, there was, I want to say it was two days ago, Jeff Benjamin, who's a very popular, um, 
He's a very journalist. Journalist. He's very well known, um, especially in the K-pop world. That's kind of his. That's his topic. That's what he um, covers is K-pop, and he's he's become known as a very um, like respectable K-pop interviewer. Like they feel comfortable with him. He considers himself to have a good rapport with all the groups mm-hmm. he's done stuff with, and he's done stuff with. Obviously now, Super M, AT Stray Kids, um, G Idol he's a big fan of, so a bunch of different groups. So what happened though is he wrote an article, I want to say it was for Forbes, don't quote me, I'm pretty sure it was for Forbes, where he um, like introduced Super M, like talked about Super M. Sorry, I'm trying to find it, I should have had this just like up with me. Um, Okay, so basically he wrote this article, and in the article, aha, I found it, so sorry. A lot of people got upset because he, in the article, kind of talked about the previous accolades and awards of the boys from their respective groups collectively, and XOLs kind of went off and got extremely upset with it. Because, and this is a quote from his article, he wrote, Collectively, Super M has 43 years of experience in the industry while its members appear on six albums to enter the Billboard 200 chart, have performed in sold-out arenas in multiple continents, walked in international fashion weeks, snagged roles in highly rated television shows and movies, model as the faces of global brands, and are the key parts of some of the internet's buzziest boy bands. So that was a direct quote. Um, And people kind of went off on him and were extremely upset, almost all of them being... XOLs mm-hmm. um, saying that they should have given Bacon Kai more recognition. They should have. He should have talked about City Lights. A bunch of people were saying how they should have included their roles on K dramas because it was really Dio's drama that was like the most popular. And Dio's not part of the group, so like, why are you even mentioning it? And they were really upset that they didn't. He didn't specifically in that like chunk in that paragraph call out EXO. And they were saying that, oh, it's EXO that's done all those things. Like, why are you giving accolades to the other groups? It's all EXO, blah, blah, blah. And, like, if you look at the comments on this post that he made trying to clarify, like, people just, like, going off saying, like, EXO uh, did all this. What about Chen? He's a soloist. And then this person who I, like, wanted to comment on, I'm like, you are clearly an idiot. And mm-hmm. I will say that. They said, in quote, 43 years of experience, are they in their 60s? You don't understand what he's trying to say. Collectively, for 43 total years, they've been involved in K-pop, which means you take the number of years they've been either training or at least have debuted individually and and add them together, and that gets you 43. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. And people like started to kind of bring up Shiny, but it was for sure... Mostly um, It was mostly EXO. But I think it was even because I think, like, the Shinewalls were commenting after XOLs were like, you need to do this. You yeah. need to comment on all their individual stuff. And then all of, like, Shiny were, like, not Shiny, but, like, their fans were just like, well, like, Taman's done this. Taman's had a solo. Taman's yeah. been in a drama. Um, Shiny's done all of this, that, and the other and stuff. So I think it was just more of a, like... If you're gonna call him out for not calling out EXO individually, you have to include, you have to include yeah. Shiny because of what like everything Taman's done. But I think he did fine. Like I read the article 
But, like, why... I, it's just ridiculous. It's XOLs need to calm down. If you're one and you're offended by what I'm saying, that's great. You don't need to listen to us anymore because it's ridiculous. He was trying to write an unbiased article that encompassed all of the accomplishments of all the boys. And for you to say it was just Kai and Bake that should be recognized for those things, then he even included in his tweet, he made a chart that charts and X's off all the things that all of the boys have been involved with. And it's like, actually, no, Kai and Bake aren't the only one that have done things the other boys have been involved in this and this and this. Like, just to discount, especially NCT's popularity, yeah, like, the fact that none of them were like, excuse us, I know NCT's newer, but those boys are extremely popular worldwide. They're extremely talented. They've walked, they're the ones that have walked in the fashion shows and are global band ambassadors, too. Well, and then, like, they're talking because they're talking about, like, snag rolls in movies. The only member who's been in a movie is Taman. Yeah. So that just pissed me off, and they really came for Jeff, and I think... I think it was just unwarranted and... Yeah, and get over yourselves. And then people started bringing up Chen and, like, Dio, and I'm like, that's great. They're not in Super M. And it wasn't the dramas. If you don't understand what dramas he's talking about with EXO, because it's not Dio's drama, it's not Suho's drama, He's it's not the TV shows that Sehun's been in, it's... Literally, the stuff he's talking about is individually for Kai and Baekhyun and what they've been in, but also Taemin, because Taemin's been in a couple different things, I think. Um, I know he's been in, like, two different ones for sure. Um, so it was just stupid. It was But just, it's just, like, you... It was nonsense. Also, he's not gonna... Why should he turn it into the... Because if he goes into everything that Bacon Kai has done, he has to go into everything Taemin's done, everything Taeyong's done, everything. And, like, granted, some of them are going to be shorter than others because they're newer. Yeah, they're younger. They haven't been in the industry as long, but that doesn't discount what they've also yeah. accomplished already. So Especially it was just... they've had, like, international yeah. oh. sold-out shit, like... So it was just ridiculous, and it, um, it's disappointing, and I think it's immature, and it shows a lack of knowledge about the journalists journalism industry and the point of the article which is to showcase kind of super m as and just like a group introduce them and as introduce a group them. to an american audience who might not know who they are outside of that and to, for him to introduce them to say this is who they are this is where they've come he was from, trying to collectively. give credibility as yeah. a group and just kind of say these are the things that have happened if it pissed you off that he didn't single out specific members then you're a solo stan and you should support the entire group because yeah. there's no reason for this nonsense they're a group now clearly it's a thing it's not going away they're obviously popular being number one on the billboard 200 so you need to get over that and if you're still pissed off that they exist sorry it's not gonna change anytime soon so i thought the jeff benjamin interview was quality it was good i think it served its purpose as giving them credibility as well as introducing the group in a very concise way, not really like being biased, which I think he's been great at in a lot of different K-pop interviews he's done with groups. So that was one that was done well. I think it was done well. If you want to talk about an article that was done not well. Um, what? Sorry. Um, Stirring my the. Let me pull it up really fast. Sorry, you guys. Um... The Rolling Stone uh, magazine article um, about Super M. I have the quote pulled up that I disliked, but I didn't pull up like who it was. Okay. Um, so this article 
Um, and I don't know really anything about the journalist who wrote it. Like, I don't know his background. His name's um, in there. But he, it just is titled, New K-pop Band Super M. We don't want to step on other groups to get to the top, in quotes, because yeah, that was sure. something that Taemin had said in the interview. Um, and then the, like, subtitle, subheading is, With K-pop firmly entrenched in the mainstream, Super M say it's time to start raising the bar. So he goes on to talk about, like, who Super M are, like, what is going on, um, ask them some questions, but then he goes on to, like, introduce each of the members, like, individually and where they came from, um, and their other groups and stuff, and he does a decent job with EXO and NCT, Wavy, um, just talking about them and, like, kind of what they've done, just, like, a really, like, brief overview of the groups, um, but then this was, like, super disappointing to read, and I'm just gonna read the whole thing for you because I don't even know how to describe it, um, but he's talking about Taemin, and he does this whole little paragraph. He's like, he's one of, considered one of the veterans of K-pop after That's having debuted in 2008. Um, the group made news in 2017 after founding member Jong had died from an apparent suicide, which sparked debate over working conditions and the unreasonably high expectations for these young performers. Oof. And that's it. That's kind of all he says that's on it. it. Like, he doesn't go on to talk about... That's the tweet. Like, what Shiny's done... Like, or, like, what he's done as an amazingly talented solo yeah. artist. He literally introduces Taemin as... This guy that was part of this band that, that this had, guy killed himself from. Mm -hmm. Is essentially the subtext of that, which is horrifying. It's awful. Like, and it's just, like, super sad. I just, I just and I just felt like, yes, there's a time and place, like... The comment about, like, it does, did raise concerns about the working conditions. If you want to write an article about that, then write an article about it. But... That was not the... That's not the way to introduce Taemin as a no. member of Super M. I, like, talk about everything Shiny's done. Yeah, seriously. If you want to talk about popular groups and... Yeah. Like, they own the 2008s to, like, 11s was, like, their time... Talk about Can we how, talk about Ring Ding Dong? I talk mean, about how the shiny <laughs> member Minho made headlines when he overshadowed uh, Melania Trump at that one event. <laughs> talk about that. If you want to talk about specific members making headlines. It's all like... It's just it's all in all. All in all, the article is kind of... Ridiculous. It's a little bit like quickly thrown together and you can tell it's written by someone who like doesn't know them as well. Um... It's just, it's, it was poorly done. And, and also, like, leading a lot of questions to be, and, like, using the quotes in a way to make it sound like they're coming for BTS and stuff. But also using the quote of Tame saying that they, like, anyone. yeah, there is competition like, because there's competition yourself. between everything, but they don't want to step on others. It's just... Not my favorite article about Supergram or about K-pop in general. It's probably one of my least favorites. You can just tell that they have not, they're not versed in the K-pop industry. It's just, like, Jeff Benjamin knows the K-pop industry. That's why he does a good job. I just think they're trying to, like, he, it sounds like the um, author's trying to, like, start drama where there's not drama. Yeah, like, please don't. They're, like, such, like, if you want to go to the BTS versus Supergram, like, 
such different groups, well, such different up, purposes. Well, like, pink at one point as well. Which, like, like why? <laughs> like, love them, but what do they also have to do with any of this? Ugh, it's, and so, and it's just, like, the way he uses the quotes are, like, misleading, because he talks about a quote, like, Taeyang says, there are a lot of groups out there, and there's a lot of competition, but our goal is to make K-pop shine even brighter. Um, and the spirit of competition is not bad because it pushes you to put out better things. Yes. But then he quotes Kai. Kai is more specific. Super M is here to level up the K-pop genre. We are ready for K-pop to start raising the bar. I'm ready for this guy to stop writing about K-pop. He only talks about like their English skills. It's just very like all over the place. It's ridiculous and it doesn't really get to the point nope. and why bother? So there's your daily your weekly dose of <laughs> Super M nonsense. Sorry, maybe we won't talk about them next week. We'll see what they do. Mm. No guarantees. So, a lot of other stuff happened, which you're excited about. Um, My personal favorite thing that happened this week is 80s. Hell yeah. Oops, sorry, I said that. I said it's not a bad word. Heck yeah. <laughs> Paddly doodly. ATs. Kings. Wow. Wig snatched. I don't even know what to say. They were it's fantastic. I won't I haven't told you this yet. I hated the song the first time I heard it, the first forty five seconds of it. I don't and I still now don't like the backtrack. The instrumental part of it as much. I really think they should have taken that out and it would have hit much harder. I think it's still a little campy, but the more, kind of like you with Supram, the more you've listened to it, like the 80 times I've now listened to the song, I love it. I just hate. And that's with Wonderland, the title. I hate, yeah, sorry, I'm talking about Wonderland. I hate that instrumental in the background. I think it makes it sound I, a little silly, honest, and it's, it's not what they normally do. It's not my favorite, and it's probably one of my least favorite songs on the album. I think the album is it's great. Strong. I think Wonderland, like, they look great. The visuals are great. Oh, yeah. The music it's, video is fantastic. It's just, it's not my favorite song on the album. I think there's... Um, it might be my favorite choreo, though, that cool. they've done. I yeah. love the choreo, especially the lives. Mm-hmm. They did a really great job, and I think, besides my bias... It highlights everyone really well. You want to talk about that? No. You sure? No. You can't relate. Um, but my favorite song... Oh, I don't even know. All of them. Probably If Without You. Mm. Maybe Missed. It's a good album. I don't think it was anything surprising. Like, they didn't, like, throw anything no. at us. Like, it was... Not like I don't want to say the word typical is in like a negative connotation, but it was like, there goes 80s again, doing what they do, what they're good at. That kind of style, that kind of vibe is, yeah. It was nothing like they didn't, I don't think they shocked anyone. I think their intro ended the beginning, and now I can't listen to it because your sister <laughs> said that they were going to be sued by Game of Thrones because of it, because it has that like... Yeah. But then the more I listen to it, it feels... Shout out to my sister. Thanks for your music knowledge. That music degree. Hell yeah. But I love it, and I just, like, every time it comes on my shuffle of the intro, I'm just like, okay. I like it. I don't think... 
it was anything different, but I don't think that was the goal because what they've done is so freaking successful. Why would you change well, that? It and it's like what you're good the, at. It's what they clearly like. And it's the last chapter of this like yeah. series. Like it is um, all to action, end of the beginning. beginning so who knows what they'll do with the next comeback? Yeah, maybe schoolboy outfits and God, cotton I candy. I hope not. absolutely not. Could you Which imagine us. like <laughs> Mingi and Sam yes, I actually could someone? imagine Mingi in a schoolboy outfit holding okay. cotton candy. What a About horrible choice of member for you to choose. Sun Kwa. Sam. Uh, oh, my shorts so tiny. <laughs> Literally all of ATs when that happens. Um, Speaking of boy groups who transformed, you can go to Stray Kids. Not that they were ever too cutesy. They like. They have a good. They've always like, they always they toe the line between like we can be, we can adorable. be cool, and like edgy but like they can also be like look at how cute we are and goofy like you can go from like i don't know like get cool to like miro in like 0.5 yeah like it's just like there we are really good at towing that line they are and this definitely leans towards like the darker edgier. edgier i personally prefer the goofier personality of stray kids i don't think the hard-hitting stuff fits them as well and I don't I think, think it fits their talent like their no. vocal talent their rap talent I don't think it it's... just the edgier stuff doesn't showcase who they have as well mm. as the goofier lighter style and I think just because so many people got to know them through their lighter stuff like especially get cool when that that went huge that's how you kind of got to know them and of course they have songs off the other like um elevator like oh, yeah. that's a hard-hitting song but it's still kind of a ballad a vocal theme which is kind of what Stray Kids does whereas AT's is definitely more darker rap vibe deeper voice kind of a style um so I just don't think I don't not like it yeah double knot the songs which I guess we'll talk about I like the music video Mm -hmm. I think they're pretty I think they're styled well except I still don't think they know what they're doing with IN because he's not a baby with braces anymore but I think they still want him to be a baby but he's like the tallest member of Stray Kids now. So they need to kind of figure out what they're going to do with him. Because he looked ridiculous in one of their lives with his like little bucket hat. Oh. Like the flaps. And I'm like, oh no. Uh, yeah. He has so much potential. It's like if they tried to do that with Jungkook. Like Big Hit just accepted. Jungkook is no longer a baby. He's now the largest member. We need to treat him like a man. That's the same is happening with Ian, But they are trying to make him a baby. <laughs> he's not a baby stop it but he does not fit this vibe no they just are not across the board good at like the hard-hitting intense like visuals and like that aesthetic it's just not them it didn't not feel i don't know i hesitate to say that it didn't feel authentic i wouldn't even say that i think it's just not something that they're comfortable with so they didn't some of them are no, yeah, I would say, like, as like a whole... four though, of them, three to four of them, I think, pull it off well. I think the rest, it just, it takes time if you're going to do a concept like that. Mm-hmm. I like this song. Well, like, I'll say this, I'll probably, if anyone listens to us even, get yelled at for this. I told Spain this earlier. I think if 80s had done that song, holy crap, would that have been, that song would have gone off. So I think the vocals and um, just, like... The vibe, the key, the song, I just it just like fits 
ATs. Like you can see where every ATs member could have sang or rapped those parts, and you're just like, wow, like what power that song would have had. Not that like I'm not saying Stray Kids is bad. They're talented, as equally as talented as ATs, just in a different way in their vibe. But like, I think they just went outside what we're used to for them, and did. it didn't hit as well. No, they weren't ready for that. I don't think. Had they had, like, a little more transition piece? Yeah. Like, give us something similar to Elevator that is that, like, hard-hitting but still kind of so has like, that fun, yeah. lighter A ballad, feel. it's still, like, heartfelt, whereas this is just, like, we're gonna be gangsters now. And you're like, are um, you? It's kind of like BTS during, like, the school love affair era. Like, really? This isn't believable at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, do we love it? Yes. Is this a reality? No. But we love Stray Kids. We so promise. Like, I did not say that from a place of hating them or not standing. I love them. And my bias looks great. So, like, I'm all, all I can, In my head, I just keep thinking of the it's my opinion vibe. <laughs> that's my opinion! It is my opinion, and that's why we have this podcast. If you want to express your opinion on the internet... You can can start one. It's free. Do it wherever. Speaking of free, start your podcast on Anchor. Shameless plug. Anyway. Um, So that's those two. Yeah, and then... (laughs) Is that all our debuts for the week? I think, like, the ones that we can speak speak to. We're not going to speak about groups that we don't know or understand, Um, and I'm sure we'll get attacked by stays that say we don't understand them. Uh, Sorry. Super Junior is still coming. Yeah. I'm still waiting on that. VAV. Um, VAV is coming. They and posted I more teaser, died. more concept photos today. I died. Yeah. I think I sent you the picture of Jacob and was like, I have died. Um, I think I sent it to your sister too. I just needed to share it with everybody. It'll be good, I think. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be great to get some new stuff from them. They've been touring and busy. With their last comeback for a while now, so I think it was fitting and it's good timing. They are kind of spooky vibes guys, so I think a Halloween themed slash just timing comeback is kind of perfect for them. Yeah. They have the spooky vibes for sure. Because they have that like darker, yeah, edgier. Absolutely. Next. Next I don't have the list. Have, we talked about Jimin's birthday. Yeah, Jimin's birthday, and they sang to him and it was cute, and he flapped around the stage adorably. And then his live after was adorable. He's precious. He's just... We don't deserve. Um, In other BTS news... um, A tragedy has occurred. I don't think it's a tragedy. I'm kidding. (laughs) It's Uh, a tragedy if it was forced. If it was, but I don't know. I feel like it was. But he, like, posted about it. I don't know. Okay, because they told him to. (laughs) Conspiracy theory. I'll go get my tinfoil hat. Wearing the right shirt for it. I know. Um, Junka cut his hair. He has a haircut. He no longer has large. And I don't know that like maybe it was forced in a way. I wouldn't say forced, but like strongly once, suggested. Or just like here, you can grow your hair out up until we start prepping for comeback. Comeback, whatever. But whether that's the truth or not, um. I don't dislike it. No, he still I, looks fantastic. Looks he can pull great. off anything. He could be bald. Okay, no, he couldn't. But, like, it. we just loved it. 
the whole world collectively loved that hair. I did love, as your sister has dubbed him, Grunge Cook. Yeah. I loved him. I and just think it fit him. I He just... He looked comfortable. He gets shoved into the box of trying to be wholesome, and all he wants to do is wear black and be angry, and I feel that so strongly as I sit here in all black, but I'm not angry. What? You look angry. Well, I am now, because they cut his hair. If it was a choice, I support him. He looks great. If it was the company being like, you need to cut your hair, because it doesn't fit, um... I will riot in our apartment by myself. You can do it in your own bedroom. Um, no. Yes. We share this. No, I will riot I out will here. Go to my own bedroom. Deal. Um, other big hit news: the TXT teaser. Oh, so cute! Disney Magic. Channel slash Harry Potter vibes. That's yeah. You're watching Disney Channel. While listening to Harry Potter. Listening to Harry Potter. It was great. They looked cute. I'm excited. <clears throat> I think this is the first, like, because I wasn't super invested in anything they've done before, yeah. and now I, like, can't wait. I was. You were. <laughs> Cat and Dog is, like, just my song of the year, ladies and gents. It's such a bop. As was Crown. And it's because I don't dislike the song. Like, I think they're great. They look great. They're adorable. I, it just, I wasn't super invested in them. I yeah. Don't hate. It's not for real. But I am excited for this new stuff. And a lot of their stuff has grown on me. I've been, it's been in heavy rotation more recently. I love them. They're cute. Um, yeah. They're precious. Ooh, Jackson. 88 Rising, which Ugh. is my cable. But 88 Rising's new album, and then Jackson Wang was on their song Tequila Sunrise. So good. Also a jam. So good. It's great. I love it. I love him. It's fun. Um, yeah. Wow. What? Wow. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a week. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, this isn't very long. We need to still keep talking. What? Keep talking. It's really short. How? I feel like we've talked longer than what it says we've talked. We spent a lot of time on Super. <laughs> we did. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Um, I rewatched <clears throat> Weightlifting Fairy, which oh I like, kind of mentioned, but I like got I heavily into rewatching it this week and so finished good. it. Oh. Um. And Michelle sat down with me for a couple of episodes. I've seen it before. But yeah, you've seen it. Um, but I was just, I had it on our TV in the living room here, and she sat down for a little bit and was watching it. Um, but I, this is the third time I've watched it. So good. I love I've never it. i watched it, man. Um, I highly recommend, I just highly recommend it, period, whether you watch K or don't watch K dramas, but I also think, like, if you're. It's a really good way to get into K dramas yes, and get used it's such to. An easy story. It's an easy story. It's easy to follow. It's, fun. Um, it's, it's fun. adorable. It's hilarious. Swig. Swig. And it's acted so well. Mm -hmm. Like they were born for those roles. It just. They're great. It's such. A, it's such a good show. Like I can't even. It's fantastic. But I also think like <clears throat> one of my favorite things about it is that it isn't your stereotypical like pretty girl. Meets pretty boy. 
like love Falls story love, commences. Like, like it's pretty like complex, and they like get into some heavy issues. They really do. When they talk about like body image and body image and um, like family dynamics yeah. and family issues and that just it just it and the pressure and the stereotyping and all of that stuff. So I think in that way, it, it's fantastic. It's great. And it talks about, but you don't feel like you're sitting down to watch these like heavy topics. No, it's not preachy. That's hot. It's subtle. It's subtle in its messaging. Mm-hmm. Not sure if everyone understood it, but it's fantastic. It's such a good show. Yeah. So that's been my K drama week, and now I'm watching um, the Bride of Oh, thought you were watching Water God. That's oh. it. Is the Bride the Bride of Hopic or whatever? I don't even know how to say a name, but the Water God, um, which is the same main actor, um, Namju Hoke. He's great. He's fantastic. I, he's so funny. He's funny. He's hilarious. You, like, he's hate very... him at the beginning oh. of Weightlifting Fairy, though. Like, you love him. Fairy. But, yeah, when, like, God, he's just so aggravating. Like, the first three episodes of Weightlifting three, Fairy. Like the first okay, the first seven. six. He's so aggravating. And then, like, there's just, like, a dynamic and, like, a shift change. Well, and it's you just, like, just their, his adore realization. Him. Yeah. You get to see his personal growth, which is really fun. Because he comes to the realization, like, halfway through the series. And you're like, oh, okay. Now you, like, got to realize. Yeah. It's just, it's well put together. Mm-hmm. Like, no episode feels like, crap, we signed on for 12 episodes and we just need filler. It's like, as much as it still will always be my top K-drama... I love it. I love it. Descendants of the Sun didn't need probably two of those episodes. It dragged. There was a part, especially when they get to the desert or wherever they were staying, and they're still playing their freaking cat and mouse of like, she loves him, but he doesn't. But he loves her, but he won't say it. Like, there was just way too much. And you're like, you did not need these two episodes. Pointless. Really didn't do anything. And did the exact same. Like nonsense but like weightlifting fair you never feel like the episodes are arbitrary like they're there specifically the plot line always moves forward like it's you get something new at the end of every episode yes like you want to watch the next yeah, one yeah you want to watch the next one which i feel like sometimes it takes me a really long time to get through oh. a K, like k-drama series because i was with oh like my ghost epi- like an episode ends and i'm just like i ha- i don't have the desire to like turn on the next one right away just because the way it ends isn't such a cliffhanger and it's not something new, but with um, Weightlifting Fairy... You're like, I what happened? Like, what? Like, what's ah. next? Or, like, it's funny and you want to cry at times and, like... You do cry. It's almost made me cry. I have, still haven't there. watched Descendants of the Sun. Oh, it's... It's so good. And you know I hate romance stuff. Which is like, like surprises me that it. like you but love that's it so my all time favorite K drama and you've watched it and love it and I love like stupid romance I hate like romance I stuff. love romance it's just Descent of the Sun is also acted well and I love the storyline mm-hmm. it's a little far fetched for sure like far fetched far fetched far fetched but it's just so well acted and you just it's kind of the the male leads in both are similar in that you don't hate the main guy from Descendants of the Sun. Like, from the beginning, you're like, he's the dream man. What's wrong with you? He's the dream man. But, like, they both have, like, kind of the same goofy, funny, 
puppy vibe almost, mm-hmm. I think, which is such like a K-drama thing for guys. They're either like stone-faced and heartless or they're just like puppies. Like there's no in-between except for like the awkward goofball uncle or best friend that always somehow has to be in the K-drama. Um, but they have that same vibe, the main actor, and I think that's probably why I like it. Like there's enough comedy and story mm-hmm. progression besides like the two episodes that are unneeded. I feel that way. Um, and the ending's fantastic. The other K drama I feel that way about, and I watched this like purely because of who is in it. But I ended up loving the story, and that's Rich Man Poor Man with Suho from Oh yeah, Exo. and he is very heartless. Yeah, heartless man. he is at the first, and then it's just like it's such a good storyline, and it, there is times where it gets a little slow, but I think like overall. Like, their relationship and the dynamic and the way it changes and the growth that you see in his character and in her character, I think, is something really cool. And that was one that every time the new episode was uploaded, as soon as it was translated into English, I got excited and was, like, ready to watch it. I think that's what K-dramas do well. They do character development Mm -hmm. extremely well, given, like, what... With what they're given as far as, like, timing or episode constraints. Well, I enjoy that it's, like, you have this many episodes to get your story across versus like yeah. I think like a lot of American television you're like what is this you have eight like? seasons of character development which is like fine in some which shows fine, like but Criminal like, Minds but like but like for Friends it's like why did it take eight seasons for Rachel or for Ra- like why just get it over with already we were on a break we were on a break pivot anyway um I got weird so yeah, we love K-dramas. If you haven't watched them, they're fantastic. Like, But clearly, if you don't speak Korean, then you need to have the time to devote to yeah. it. Like, they're great, like, plane ride shows. They're yeah, you great, have to like, give your full attention to it. Laying in bed. You can't really do it while you're doing homework, while you're doing dishes. Like, I could definitely watch Descendants of the Sun or Weightlifting Fairy while doing other stuff. Well, because fairy. you know where you are in mm-hmm. the story. If there are times where, like, even because I have watched this, my third time watching it, I have, I've done homework, I've been yeah. doing other stuff, and then I'll see we're at a point, and I'm like, wait, I missed, like, this part, right. and I, like, will rewind a little bit, because I... Want to watch, you're like, wait, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. You definitely need to devote your time to K, um, to K-dramas. There's a lot on Netflix now, too, which is... You know what I want to watch? What? So sorry, I just remembered it, because you said Netflix. Have you ever seen Train to Busan? Yes. I haven't. We should watch and it. And I love That's horror a good, movies. Like, I'm like the biggest scary movie it's a person. It's Halloween thing. I know. Like, I know what it's about. Like, yeah. I know what it's about. Trains full of zombies. Just They're trains. going to Busan. It's just trains. Like, highest grossing, one of the highest grossing Korean films of all time. I think it still holds one of those titles. Like, it's the first, like, major horror movie that did well. I love zombie movies. I just love spookiness. Love being spooked. Speaking of spooked, do you think we'll get a BTS? Oh, when was the last time they did one? It's too, but I think last year was the first year they didn't. Yeah, because the one before that was Go Go, wasn't it? Was that three yeah. years ago? Let me look. Because wow. they did one for 21st Century Girl, they did one for Go Go, and they did one. For oh god, what else? Oh no, the Google one says it was a. I don't think twenty seventeen. How did podcasts work? Twenty seventeen. Kidding! Wow, 
I think that was the last one they did. Because 21st Century Girl came before that. Yeah, because I think last year we were all excited. like thinking And it. then we never got one. I feel like they won't. If anything, TXD will get one. Which will still be freaking cute. Maybe they'll dress up as Harry Potter characters. Oh my gosh! Someone has to be Hagrid. What if they don't? Or Dumbledore. <laughs> what if they... <laughs> Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Jeez. We need sleep. <laughs> no, we're fine. Getting my second wind. Are you? Knowing cider helps you get your second wind. There's sugar in it. You met me? I'm just staring at our pumpkins. Um, so like that's it. <laughs> I'm sure more happened this week. We do appreciate all of you that listen to us, though. We've now, this may seem trivial to some, but I look today, we have 105 streams of our podcast, which is actually, in my opinion, exciting, like, that anyone wants to listen to us. We kind of just did this for funsies, and because both of us don't have the time slash energy slash want a YouTube channel where we have to show our faces. I like kind of wood, but sorry, I was looking at a Simpai quiz. That's okay. Let's see if it's right. But that's like thirteen people that listen to our podcast each week on average. And this past week's episode, episode eight, was for like time frame wise our most listened to podcast, which I was like impressed with. So it is impressive. Thank you to the <laughs> people that have listened to us. We'll try and keep being consistent and on topic, though that's super hard for me. But we do appreciate it. We really do. We have fun. We like talking about it. We like talking. What are you doing? Sorry. Can you not thank our wombos? Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate it. No, I do. It's like really weird to think... That people want to listen to us. And it's, it's not that many. It's not like we're like... It's weird to think that anyone wants to listen to me. I have a terrible voice. God. I feel like I do. As our voices get lower, <laughs> just do the podcast like this. Let's not. You can do it like that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Vocal stretches. He's doing some sexy neck stretching. Name that. Name that gif. You can't remember? Kihan doing his sexy neck stretches? All I was thinking about was when in the, the BTS video where Jungkook, I think, cracks his neck and... No, Jimin cracks his neck and Jungkook's behind him and his eyes get all big and then he starts, like, they all start, like, popping all their joints. Or mood. That's what I was thinking about. Well, no. That was not what I was referencing, but that's okay. Yours was a related topic. Yours was also a related topic. True. ASMR. Okay. Well, um, let's go. No, we have to do our song of the week. Oh. Come on. No. What? I don't know. You talk about yours first. Ugh. Okay, so we decided to pick girl groups because we know we don't focus on girl groups as much. I would lie to you and say we'll start, but... um. 
they're in general just not what we listen to on the daily. I'm not going to lie. Is that to say we don't listen to any girl groups? No, they are just as talented and amazing. It's just kind of never been our vibe. So it's not that we don't love them. We have talked about girl groups before. If more girl group stuff comes out of the girl groups we love and are interested in, we will for sure talk about them. Um, so yeah, it, we don't mean to never talk about them, but we also don't like to talk about things that we're not at least informed or properly educated about. So that's why we talk about the groups we talk about. But as far as girl groups goes, there are a lot we like. Like we've talked about our love for Mamamoo before, Red Velvet, Blackpink, Everglow, Luna, those girl groups. So twice. Um, so my song of the week was actually like the first K-pop dance thing I like learned. It is Exit's Up and Down video from like, gosh, I want to say 2015. Um... But don't quote me. Up and, up and down. Come on, phone. We have. Don't play. Oh, God. I'll just sing it to you. Now there is an ad, apparently. Okay, TikTok, please stop. Oh my gosh, 2014. August. 27th of 2014 the music video came out and it's like the freaking it's before we knew each other I know and it's like the freaking like weirdest like overtly kind of sexual music video and the dance moves are just like iconic and I love it because it's weird and awkward at times and it's great so that was one of it was that so it was up and down by exit uh touch my body by sistar and Dope by BTS were the first three songs of K-pop that I was introduced to by my swim team girls that back in 2015 showed me K-pop and would do weird K-pop dance moves at morning practice at 5.30 in the morning, so. Yeah, I was introduced to K-pop via BTS's debut from my residents who... Yeah, but you didn't love them. I didn't. <laughs> I loved them. Especially Zistar. So that's mine. Uh, Go ahead. This was your idea. I'm sorry. Girl groups were um, your idea for song of the week. I was ready. What? Did you mean about it? Well, I was just, I just, I was mm. ready. You wanted this. Um, no, mine would have to be. Um, I think, like, Mama Moo's for sure my, like, top favorite girl group. Um, and I think recently I've been listening to Sleep Talk huh. from their, um, it just came out in this year, 2019. But I've been listening to that a lot recently. Well, so I think you'd have to pick that one, but. They're great. I love them. You stand. Should have just wasted all our money, opened up new credit cards and gone to KCON. Only for them. And ATs. Regret. Anyway, speaking of regret, I'm going to go have another donut. <laughs> so, on that note, thank you. Yeah. You say anything? Thank you. Thank you. We do appreciate you listening. We do. Yeah. We're going to go to bed now. Just kidding. I'm going to go eat another donut. We have to watch Vines. I have to watch, oh my gosh, I have to watch Vines. Okay. okay. Um, oh my gosh, we'll do our favorite Vine! Oh my gosh, we should do our favorite, our favorite BTS EXO favorite group is Vines next week. Okay, have a good week! <laughs>
Bye. Want to say bye? Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> I wanted donuts. I wanted donuts.